Megagos. Welcome. Thank you. We're in California. We're in Palo Alto next to Stanford. And I've been watching you meet different people, share your story from the Shayetet, Hotel 13, the Navy SEALs. Uh, I believe you spent uh, several years in the unit, five years, five years in the unit as a combat soldier. Uh, we're in the midst of a war. Uh, we, you know, we're at the end of October and uh, pretty much the whole nation is coming together to work on this. And uh, the impact you're doing here already is, is remarkable. There's what's happening on the ground. And this is a global war. And I think that the, the, the work that you're doing here, the people you're meeting, the stories you're telling, and the inspiration that you're providing is uh, remarkable. I got to see it from the side. It's kind of tough to be here from far. I'm sure with my friends over there. But uh, I'm trying to impact my way to find here this work because I think that like I really it's really important to support. Now I see I never think thought like it's so important to support people from far more around the world in Europe because when you are in the army like just focusing your team and like your mission. And right now I see like how important it is. All the money and the support, the social supports, everything. So I see it like it's uh, one of my goals to stay here and try to stay kind. I love it. Tell me about the unity. So we know that this is a global war. We see everybody coming together united, but there's something about your unit. There's something about your personal and particular experience in the Flotel 13 that really speaks to this whole idea of, of unity and working together. Tell me a little bit about that more generally. So usually our unit says specific like missions that we get like in a normal time we say it. It's uh, special missions. Also in wars, our missions is like to do special missions. It's mean like the special mission that for example, do a small things that big units cannot do, and like a small surgery. So small things, big impact. Yeah, small things, big impact. It's a correct things. That's what it, that's what it sounds like from, from the stories. It is. There are things that I can't tell, but I have to tell. Yeah, but this is our mission, like in the war, to do like small things with big impact. Also, also like in the normal life. Tell me a little bit strategically in a war. What does it mean that there's a small things that can be game changers? I want to really understand this point because when most people think about war, they think about huge army against huge army, gunfire in the middle of the battlefield or airplanes up in the sky. That's not always the case with what you do. And, right. yeah, and the yes. things you do are the game changers, sort of the 10x if I yeah. equate it to the startup world. Tell me a little bit about what, you know, how that works. First of all, all the soldiers, also the units, are very, very professional because they trained must this one year and eight months. Trained? I'll tra just trained. What, what does that include? Give me a little bit of picture. Wow. And you start like, for example, we do 
simple example, 60 guys in a group after like tough test they did before. And they start like doing like, it's called zero nuke. It's five months, it's like a basic uh, training that all the arms do. After that, we're going to our bodies. Start the real thing. There are like three separated parts. Each part, like training, something else. All these parts, we're doing like nothing, physical and mental. Is it all individual or is there also grouping? Because I remember hearing that there's a lot of team building and you really yeah. come out as a, as a, as a you really, yeah, you really building your team. And also in this time, uh, there are like a lot of tests, which ones, you know, there's sometimes that people are, or just decide to go home because it's not for them or it's too tough or whatever. And sometimes like they tell you to go home. You are not good there. So it's like kind of a test time, you know? It shows really each guy, they choose like if he can stay or not, depending on like your skills, your team skills, your, your social teams, your sport, your mental, everything. That's the way like they build a team. Sometimes after you finish the training, you separate to another team and you train over there. Like it's never ended. Yeah. You always keep on learning new things. What is this team idea? Tell me about the team. You have a team. Yeah. What is it? What does it mean to be a part of a team as a part of in Shayat at 13? First of all, it means a lot of supports. I see the smile over yeah, there. Because a team, it's like second family for me. First of all, it's a family, and then it's a team for patients, especially together. I, I really like, I don't have specific words to say about it because my team, it's like my family, it's like my people, it's body, special mission, fights, everything. How do you describe the trust that's built in the team? Because you trust each other with your life. I think there isn't that. We trust to each other. It's the reason that we pass really tough things together. And once you pass tough and happy, think if someone doesn't matter if it's in the army or in the regular life, you you feel more connected, more trust between the people. You know, and also in our shayated, like one of the one of the strong things, it's the honest, we talk about things. For example, every, when we finish our day, every night, so we're doing like a circle, each one like talking, how was his day? And I really straight, not like a, not like a psychological like a circle, but it's more like, how was my day? Like if you did bad things or you want to talk to someone, you really talk to someone, you say, like, sorry about that and that, or you say, like, you clear things. Yeah, you clear things. You don't, I don't, I don't think that the average person outside of the IDF would expect the Flotilla 13 to sit down at the end of every day and sort of do a touch and feeling circle. Not just a feeling circle, that's the right term. It's also tough because sometimes your officer came and say, like, tough things to you. 
never to all team. It's it's really it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be up. It's gonna be up. But it's uh, that's the way to get better every day. You finish your day. You look back. You see what you did. What good. What I didn't. Not good. And like talk about it. Like well, all the team or the officer told you what what you can do good or not. Don't sleep. Like you're better to the next day. How demanding is it? How what? How demanding? How difficult is it? Uh, wow. Sometimes, like, people ask me, like, wow, probably stuff, probably it's, like, unbelievable, like, how you did it, but I I feel like it's just normal to me. It's like, you have your friends, you have your, your goals, like, to finish things, so you just, like, you're just doing it. Just, like, we're not thinking, like, if it's possible or not. How important is the Shayatek for Israel? for the safety of Israeli people? First of all, I think Shayetik is like one of the things that are important for Israel because also it's like a... Semel? Symbol. Symbol, right? General Dean. Intelligence. So how important is Shayetik for the safeguarding of Israel? So I think, first of all, Shayetik is one of the strong symbols for the country. Like there are feeling that there is someone behind you. There are some units that are super strong and like, they can do amazing things. And I think our specially now you know it's to doing the things that you cannot imagine or think it's possible to do. Our job is to take a mission, a mission that people say like you cannot do it or it's not possible to <laughs> take it. Sit like smart people or people with experience of everyone and try to figure out that how we can do it, how we can make it happen. And then do it and do it. Then at the end, succeed. And we don't hear about that success, which is a good thing because sometimes mean, yes, sometimes no. But yeah. Now I think that there is this combination of of intelligence, experience, resilience, team building, execution, that really brings everything together. You sort of have all the units of the army in one team, and all of you exhibit all of the qualities that make up a commando team to be able to go and execute on very, you said the word surgery before. Yeah. Normally we have like, also we have like a normal missions to protect our border. You stand there like show like the strong uh, specific points mm -hmm. because it's supporting also to the enemy, you see it. And it's important for us to be yeah. And also, like you said, like it's a group of people that's it's a mix of narrative. Why is it important that the war that's taking place in Israel is not only in Israel? Why do we need the support 
of people around the world. Why is, it, why is that important? In your eyes, as a fighter, as a person who protects this country, why is it important that people here in California or around the world understand what's happening? You know, we were at Stanford yesterday. We yeah. saw pictures of our kidnapped brothers and sisters on the ground, stomped on sometimes. Yeah. I said that, that touched you. That's touched me, yeah. And first of all, there are huge impacts when you're a soldier. And you have that 10 minutes to open your phone and see like uh, videos or whatever from all around the world, like uh, people that talking to you or like send money, like you feel like you're not alone, like you're not just fighting for your country, you fight like for something like more bigger, something like for all the Jewish all around the world, like you feel feel like it's more big than you. What is it, what is this war for you? I know you served for several years. You you have you have brothers in the army as well. You just said the, the war is not just about the specific war, it's for Jewish people around the world. Talk a little bit more about it. Because so I think when I served, it's it was a different, completely different from this war. Because this war it's more hurt hurt and more like huge. This thing has never happened since the Holocaust in my head. Right now, the support all around the world and all the Jewish people came together, like doesn't matter where you live from, where you're from, your religion, your not religion, what it's your color, whatever, doesn't matter. It's that everyone became together and like one target just support Israel, support like our, uh, our army, our civilians, win home, our home, trying to just bring back the safe feeling in Israel. That we are Jewish, we're not, we're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Once I see it from here, from California, see like so many Jewish people who were like how they support Israel. I they really like it's something very important and like doesn't matter like if they there are people that I saw like they've never been in Israel, they never know they even don't know what like what is mean army <laughs> and they feel like so so like with with us like so uh, like they have a mission to do something. Like everyone call me like what I can do, what I can do. Like they've, they've never been in Israel and they ask me like what I can do. And it's really warm my heart. I can't explain like in words what it's doing to the soldier you know, over there in Israel because like I said, like you have the 10 minutes, you open your phone, you see all these supports and you're understanding that you're not alone. This is super important, not just for the soldier also, billions of the people that are back home, shelters, the people that get attacked from Hamas every day, with the rockets, being attacked in the Kinesian. So I love how you're saying it's not just about the, the impact that people here make, it's not just about the resources, it's first their 
the, the fact that they're united with us in Israel. Yeah. It's this, con- this concept of this unity. We are one people. We're fighting for the same cause. We're fighting for our home, for Israel, the Jewish nation. Jewish nation, yeah. That we never had until 75 years ago, right? Yes. And is being attacked now. Uh, but more than that, it's for Jewish people around the world. It is, it is, and uh, I think one of the beautiful things, like my units, my friends, my team, they came back, and have friends, like, they came back from, uh, usually after you finish your service, so you're going to travel. Which one, like, you're going to, you're going to Asia, you know, I've been in South America, and a lot of my friends came back. They stopped their travel and they came back to Israel. And one of the one of the problems it was like they didn't build enough equipment because a lot of uh, a lot of people just came back to the army. Everyone wanted to volunteer and like, try to help in this work. I think like you have that one hundred percent volunteer people to two hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's like double. Incredible. Yeah, but no equipment for no the equipment. Of the yeah. team. And I think like I saw beautiful, like I saw like a beautiful private people that send equipment from uh, US, which like get by here and just send them like the get man with ticket red and all. Like everyone it was a like, crazy. But right now, I think what are we trying to do is like to do something more bigger, more organized trying to figure out like how we can do it like work big and like uh, give it to the soldier like to my units you know organized way and so you're here here in, in Silicon Valley in Stanford San Diego Palo Alto meeting with different personas that some of them are not even the traditional supporters that that donate money some of them are you know from tech some of them are from academia. Some of them are also ex-army. And working with your, with your unit on identifying the right gear that's needed. And obviously, I know that a lot of it is, a lot of it is confidential and, and you can't necessarily share the intricate details. Yeah. But, but you're really bringing together this part of the world, which is perhaps one of the most important parts of the world for the Jewish people in Israel, and, and engaging them with the, with, the, with the fight, the fight for our country. It is, and I feel like right now it's my fight to be here because I really, it's really tough to me to be here to I stay here. It's like I swear to miss like what's happening over there, but I feel like this is my mission here. I get that I'm standing what the people that I do from here. If you don't do it, then who will? I don't know. But there are a lot of good people. Yeah. But I'm trying to help specific to my unit. So you're sort of an ambassador of your unit. Yeah. And it's not just your it's your team, but it's bigger than your team. It's bigger than my team. And not just for my team. There's people that you love that are in the unit. Yeah. Who are they? Wow. My three brothers. Three brothers. Yeah. So many friends, so many That's very special. I I don't want to gloss over that. You have four brothers. Yeah. 
the oldest one started and we just like all of us it's became to a dream to everyone which one in his way but yeah it's not normal it's not normal and i think it's not normal but it's super normal for us it's like feel like a family it's my second family it's like literally my second family because all my family is also very over there so yeah but it's it's normal but it's not normal i don't know it's, it's special for people like to see it from outside but for me it's like kind of normal but yeah i think it's also beautiful that our unit it's like Vibes like doesn't matter like if you're you have like brother or not the vibes are like family. So I think that's why it does feel like uh, not feel like a weird for me because it's my family in home. It's my family over there. It's, it's the same. What is the biggest support that people from here right now can support you and your unit? And I'm putting aside the, the, the fact that they're, that they're with us in mentality and they're supporting us and, they're, and, and that's, that's important. Yeah. What tactical work do you see is needing to get done now that would make an impact on, on the Shayette 13 on the Navy SEALs in Israel? I think specific to our unit, it's just... A lot of, we have a lot of missing equipment missing that we need to figure out, to buy to the different teams. And I think it's the same, the money, it's the, we say like it, the support thing like in the health right now. I'm not talking about like general support, like uh, posts, socials, and like streets. It's a different thing. If I'm talking like specific our units, it's money, we'll buy equipment, specific things that will make it make it different or different to the soldier like in the edge. Right. To do that more and this is not the, it's it's not general donation to you're you're not you're not bringing in general donations to or to large organizations that support the general idea. No, you're no. supporting specific tactical gear yeah. that goes into game-changing missions. Yes. This is not just to help the soldiers in their day-to-day. -day. This is equipment that can potentially change the course of how the war is being played out. Yeah. Because, like I said, like our mission, they are like specific and. If that soldier in the edge, like you have more uh, night vision, equipment, uh, and more good or more, let's say, like, I tell leverage from what we have right now, it will make a difference. And to be honest, I feel like I feel uh, bad and like and like I think my unit like have a good ego that's mm -hmm. we're fine and we have everything and don't worry we are here for you and like it's kind of tough also for me to talk about it. I'm sure like we need help and everything but I think in a worse situation yeah, this moment it's like it doesn't matter just like 
It's leadership. What you're yeah. what are you talking about now? You're putting aside everything. You're putting aside everything. Your ego. You're like thinking that uh, you have everything. You know the best. You're making like a mess. What you need. Trying to make it like the best way. May I want to say it's been inspiring for me to hear about your your work both in the army, the work of your brothers who are now literally now in combat, and the support that you're bringing from here, the the people that that I got to experience and now interacting with and, and working with, truly being an ambassador of the Shayetet in one of the most important areas of the world for the support of Jewish and Israeli people. I think people forget a little bit how critical it is that, the, that in, in these times, it's not just internally in Israel. This place here, Silicon Valley, Palo Alto, San Diego, Los Angeles, this, is a, this place is a part of the war and it's both for the, for the Jewish home but also a global fight on terrorism. And, and as far as I see it, your team and the other teams in the Shayetes, your ambassadors of the, of the world, of the democratic world, are fighting a fight against terrorism, both to defend my family, but also to defend really the, the safeguarding of, you know, the, of society and, and what does it mean to live in a peaceful world. And I think that's incredible. And people need to really understand that. People need to understand. I think people are understanding. I agree. I agree. I super agree with like this. Feel like here is the center of the world. Things are going. All the biggest things are coming out in there. And also, this is place also can change in sports. Uh, this big idea against it. So I just want to say that Israel is very lucky to have you here. Um, we don't have enough. Mayor Hawashim that can really speak genuinely, ego-free about their experience and about the importance of what they're doing. And um, and and I just want to thank you for this amazing contribution. Thank you.